Welcome to the Hannibal Files, a Strange Harbors podcast. This is a weekly discussion of Brian Fuller's serial killer drama Hannibal, which is now streaming on Netflix. Tonight, we will be discussing episodes 7 and 8 of the first season titled Sorbet and Fromage, respectively. So tonight, I'm joined by Amir Touré and Derek Wong. All right, so I guess let's start with Sorbet. I think everyone probably knows what sorbet is, right? And I think this first episode is very indicative of the sweet and kind of fun nature of the dish. Um, I mean, like, this was a really, really fun episode, I think. I think the best word you can describe it as is, I don't know, maybe playful, kind of? Mm -hmm. Like, first of all, this is probably the first instance of an episode uh, just totally sweeping its killer of the week plotline under the rug. Like, yeah. okay, I mean, I mean, not like under the rug, but they clearly don't make a real effort to make the B plot heavy in any way. It's just totally in service of what's going on with Will, Hannibal, and and the rest of the gang, and and it's totally okay. It works, right? And this yeah. episode was fun as hell. Like you see Hannibal throwing his dinner party. Um, it's just it's just really fun. Um, what do you guys think of the episode? Uh, I mean, the killer of the week stuff was. A little too coincidental to me in the sense that it just happens to be this person that kind of confuses our team, right? Or they, they get confused like, oh, is this a person that is selling organs? Is is this the Chesapeake Ripper? Or is the Chesapeake Ripper selling organs now? Like, it just seems like this guy who was just, I guess, trying to sell some organs on the side uh, happened to be mistaken for the Chesapeake Gripper. Like, I would think our main cast would be a little bit smarter than that. And I don't know. It's like I said, it just seemed really like a coincidence that all of this was happening at the same time. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys get that feeling. Yeah. I mean, like, we played this game already, right? Where we've got a killer and people mistake him for the Chesapeake Gripper. And like, it's just another kind of rehash of, of that whole thing. Um, but uh, I think most of the episode is focused on what's going on with. Hannibal, what's going on with Will. Um, well, so I think the added wrinkle um, to the Chesapeake Ripper thing is that doesn't Hannibal doesn't Hannibal kill someone in this episode and disguise it as the organ harvester? Yeah, I mean, he kills a bunch of people, right? And takes a bunch of their organs for yes. the dinner party. Right, so are these contemporaneous killings happening like right now in this timeline of the show right now? Or are these killings that he's done over a long period of time and then he freezes the organs and brings them out for the party, right? I think these are concurrent with the investigation of the organ harvester. Right, so I guess yeah. the wrinkle here is that he's using this other killer as a mask for his own killings. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he I think he learns, uh, you know, he, he's really close with Will, so he kind of knows that Will is investigating this guy who is an organ harvester. And I think he is purposely trying to disguise it. But then Will kind of picks up on it later when he says, like, at least one of these is Chesapeake Ripper, right? Like, mm-hmm. look, Hannibal's doing a good enough job that it almost fools Will, but it doesn't completely because Will can tell that one of these, at least one of these, was the Chesapeake Ripper. But I feel like Hannibal also wants them to know that that one victim definitely isn't him and all the other ones are. But then again, it's 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 hard to say because um, when they lay out like all the bodies together, there's like a real confusion um, mm-hmm. among like the lab squints, right? They don't yeah. They don't know what's what. And I think that's intentional. Like, you know how clever Hannibal is and... Uh, what he's doing with all these, (laughs) 
with all these victims. The first victim, uh, the doctor that's rude to him, he's killed in a more theatrical way. But I don't think they go into his other victims because he's laid out on a school bus. He's been like bisected at the waist and he's sitting across from each other as i don't know who who does zeller or price yeah. who says that yeah sitting um, across from himself yeah um so an interesting production note on this episode is that this episode was written and shot to take place way earlier than it actually aired really so everything that had to do with miriam and jack's guilt and some of the more involved chesapeake ripper stuff um was added in reshoots to make the episode more relevant as a follow-up to uh, Entree. Technically, this was supposed to be before the Miriam last stuff? Yes, it was supposed to be before the Miriam last stuff. Mm. Because you have the reappearance of Franklin, right? Um, Yes. Mm -hmm. He's in like the first episode, right? Yeah. Is he in the pilot? He's in the pilot. Yeah. So he was supposed to turn up like way earlier. Mm along with Tobias, but like, um, I guess they decided to push this one later. I'm not sure what the reasoning is, but, um, I think, I think it works. This episode and the next episode are are definitely like a one, two punch when it comes to Franklin and Tobias story. Right. Cause you can really tell that this is pretty much like a two parter, right? Because, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, with, uh, Franklin Freud DeVoe (laughs) and Tobias Budge, these names are, crazy i love i love all the naming conventions in in this show yeah so i mean we're jumping around but like the episode begins with will's lecture pretty much updating us on what we know about chesapeake ripper right he he says that he kills in uh quote unquote sounders of three because Mm -hmm. he doesn't view his victims as people uh he doesn't view them as prey he views them as pigs right it's interesting to note that the first image in will's lecture slideshow is the ripper victim he mentions later when he's telling jack that the killer of the week is not the ripper like you guys said um is the victim who was left in the church pew with his tongue cut out as a bookmark for the bible Um, if you guys don't know here's a fun fact this is a reference to the books and the film silence of the lambs and it's a Hannibal Lecter victim by the name of Benjamin Raspail, who actually was a quote-unquote friend of Jamie Gum or Buffalo Bill, right? Oh, if, you, if you guys remember. Sure. Yes. Um, he's also one of Hannibal's patients who thinks that his friend Jamie might be a psychopath. So you see that interesting little through line there. Hannibal like, Franklin, right. Yeah. In the books, he's Hannibal's last victim before he's caught, right? And mm-hmm. in the movie... Uh, Sons of the Lambs. He's actually a victim of Buffalo Bill. Is that right? It's not exactly clear. I think so. Uh, because he's the one where they discover the death's head uh, moth, like in his throat. Remember right. that, like yeah. storage unit. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannibal Lecter in Silence. He says he didn't kill him. So I guess Buffalo Bill does. It's not exactly clear, but it kind of contradicts the the novel, which is kind of interesting. Mm. Yeah, so like if you guys can't tell, the the characters of Franklin, Freud DeVoe, and Tobias Budge are analogs of Raspel and Gum. Um, mm. And so like, because Hannibal was never able to secure the rights to silence, so they're actually stand-ins for those two characters. And it makes sense because we have that through line of friendship and then what happens in the next episode. Yeah, we're, we're jumping ahead, but I thought it'd be fun to give you guys some fun facts about that like jeff you mentioned a lot of quote unquote fun things that are, are happening in this episode is that we meet another uh patron at the opera uh who i guess is a friend of hannibal's that used to have 
these exquisite dinner parties with with Hannibal. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that comes back later. I think that's really it, it's kind of interesting to to see like a, a different aspect of his life that was his past that we're getting a little bit of right. insight. Right, and to. it's not like his work. It's like yeah, his his social life. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about that opera scene because that thing is crazy. Because it starts off in the vocal cords of like the the opera singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It's like really cool. uh, it's like one of those medical cameras that that's like down her throat and it comes up and it comes out of her, her mouth while she's singing. And then the camera like travels through the air and then it goes into like Hannibal's ear. It's a great, great shot. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Signature Hannibal weirdness, I think. And, and it's, and it's beautiful. It's great. And like, I think it's also indicative of like the camera work in this episode. It's just before in the other episodes, the camera's more like stationary, but like to go along with like the playful nature of this episode it's like the camera's like always moving in this episode yeah, and like you can light. you can really tell uh the difference i think um mm-hmm. fun fact the the woman that you mentioned her name is ellen green she's a she's a actually a singer who uh who's asking hannibal about the dinner party and she was in the little shop of horrors mm. um and she was in the stage version and she gets eaten uh, in that so it's, it's like a fun really? little parallel Audrey? too yeah yeah that's hilarious that's very hilarious. funny one thing i do want to mention about the opera scene is like set design wise i was a little thrown by the location they chose for mm. this i i couldn't tell what was if there was supposed to be more to it in the sense that this does not seem like a traditional place to be holding an opera right it looks like it's in the in the lobby of like a museum or something. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I, I can't, I, I wouldn't imagine that the acoustics are that great in, in a space like that. Like why hold something here? I, I don't know if there was more to it, but like, um, so if you like pause it while it's zooming out of the opera singer, there's like a little sign next to her. It's a concert. It's like a drive to end hunger or something like that, which is mm-hmm. pretty funny. Kind of. Again, ironic. Very, yeah. Yeah. We also see the return of Franklin, um, who who is uh, enamored by Hannibal? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Franklin's so annoying, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's a little. He's a little awkward. He's a little. He's a little, he's a little much. He's very clingy. <laughs> yeah, uh, like it sounds like he just wants a friend, and I mean, he has Tobias, who I think uh, Hannibal mentions later, right? That he doesn't reciprocate the same relationship that he he seems to project onto tobias and i think it's the same for hannibal right he's trying to be hannibal's friend and mm-hmm. hannibal doesn't want to reciprocate in that way mm-hmm. tobias is such a dick in that scene <laughs> uh he throws franklin under the bus because he's like oh it's like he wasn't really paying attention to the singer he's more uh Watching focused you on you oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, also a creepy thing to tell somebody like i know you don't want to find out that someone's just watching you the whole day yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I find that really interesting parallel. I mean, oh, well, we'll get into this. So this is also the the episode where we meet uh, Jillian Anderson's character, right? Who plays Bedelia Du Maurier. Can, yeah. Yes, I was going to say, please <laughs> yes. someone help me figure out how to pronounce her last name. <laughs> Bedelia's character, who is Hannibal's psychiatrist, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, you see that same parallel, right? Where Hannibal kind of, you know, says like, aren't you my friend? And then Bedelia's like, well, I'm your... I'm your psychiatrist. psychiatrist. Yeah. So I, I do like that parallel where like Hannibal sees sees in Franklin what he can't see in himself. 
in, in a sense. Yeah, that is very yeah, interesting. Very and weird. it also happens with Will. It's it's, it's also a parallel with Will, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, uh, how, yeah, go go ahead, Amir. How much of this is, is Hannibal just playing around with identity and trying things out and being, I guess, playful? Because like as uh, uh, Demorier says, uh, you know, she can tell that there's a reserve there, a distance with Hannibal. He puts up a lot of walls. He never lets anyone in mm-hmm. um, because, you know, obviously he's a serial killer. But also, is this a double feint? Like, is this a, is this attempt at intimacy also fake? Who? Hannibal to Bedelia? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's really hard to tell, I think, this early. It does seem like he fawns over her a little bit. But then you also see that Bedelia, she sees something in Hannibal beyond the person that he always is, right? And well, there's there's a vagueness to what she knows about Hannibal and what yeah. she doesn't. Um, mm. And, like, you know, she's talking about, like, the walls around Hannibal. And she's like, oh, I I respect the meticulousness of its construction. But I know what you have is just a well like crafted person suit which is mm-hmm. what she right. says yeah. right um yeah. which is a great which line. is really really great line right um so does she know that he's a killer because she definitely says some things where it tips her hand that she knows that something about hannibal yeah i I, th- I don't think we're allowed to know yet at this moment what she does or what, doesn't know. what she does mm-hmm. or doesn't know once you watch the whole series, it does become more clear, more clear yeah. what she um, what she knows and doesn't know. So I think, yeah, it, it's something that I think this early I was kind of taking back um, some of the clues that they were they're already planting for later, I guess, if, if I could be as vague as possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do love their scenes together. Yeah, uh, she's I think wonderful. she's great. As this character, and uh, um, she looks great too. Oh yeah, she's like everybody she's like looks great on this series. Pushing fifty. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she looks fantastic. Yeah. Everyone dresses like impeccably, or if they don't, they're meant to not do. Very yeah. good-looking show all around. The actors, the, <laughs> the the dress, the shots, the murders, the food. Yeah, especially the food. I do hesitate to say if. I would have like retrospectively liked to have seen her more in more episodes. Like I personally think that they used her in like the correct amount of episodes where she doesn't uh, overstay her welcome. But I think whenever she does show up in any of the episodes, it's like this great addition and really great use of her character and this actress. Mm -hmm. I did want to bring up one scene. Will says something about like, you know, we know that these are all victims of the Ripper and then Hannibal responds by saying maybe they were never the Ripper. Hmm. I don't know if you guys picked up on it. Was it him implying that like he's being accredited for kills that he didn't do? Like he's trying to hint at Will and us that these are people that you guys think was me, but wasn't me. I don't think so. I think it's just Hannibal trying to throw him off the trail. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like all the kills that Will has accredited to the Ripper are the Ripper. Like Will is very astute. Like he instantly knew that this, uh, organ harvester guy was not the Ripper, and like yeah. you know, like Jack Zeller, Price, Beverly, um, they all thought that this was the Ripper, right? But mm-hmm. like Will right. could instantly tell that it was not. Yeah, yeah, I I don't disagree with that. Like I think Will is very attuned with Hannibal and knowing. I mean, I guess not in tune with Hannibal, but in tune with uh, <laughs> uh, the Chesapeake Ripper and knowing kind of his signatures and knowing and feeling. If it's really mm-hmm. him or not, right? Yeah, I love how Will always kind of mentions that it's a feeling, 
you know, a lot of um, what Zeller was saying was like, oh, you know, he there's like 22 signatures here of the Chesapeake Ripper. But then Will's always like, well, it doesn't feel like the Ripper. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I do love that so, kind of expression. Uh, of it's like how gut feeling. Yeah. 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 I, I see the Ripper. I don't feel the Ripper. Yeah. 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 Um, I, w- I want to go back to what Amir said about like Hannibal and Bedelia's relationship and whether it's like put upon or or fake or anything. I do feel like Hannibal's desire for friendship is genuine, at least with Will. Um, yes, oh, for sure. Right? Um, mm-hmm. Because we have that little scene where Will misses his appointment with Hannibal. And, <laughs> and Hannibal looks so sad. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's so sad because he, he checks his watch, he checks his like phone, and he's just sitting there alone. He's like, what the fuck, Will? Yeah. Well, he yeah. checks like, his date book Rude. to make sure like he didn't actually forget or he didn't mistakenly forget that Will was supposed to show up tonight. He goes to go find him. Right, like, right, yeah, right. It, it's, uh, it's all like, signs of uh, desperation a little bit. He's like, hey, buddy, I have a 24-hour cancellation policy. <laughs> yeah. <or whatever." laughs> it is funny. Um, Very good. Yeah. My favorite thing, I think, that I got from this episode is the representation of who Hannibal kills and then what he, like, how he associates it with a business card. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that was for a business really card, and he has like this Rolodex of business cards that he pulls out. So he's like, oh, "Okay, I'm cooking this person tonight," and, and then he pulls out a recipe. Like, yeah, he has mm-hmm. another Rolodex of like recipes, and I just love that kind of representation of uh, give us the audience the nod, like, "Okay, he's going to be cooking this person and in this fashion." And it's, I th- I think it's really really clever. Yeah, and it only needs like one scene where he has that doctor who's like super rude to him mm-hmm. right and then he he kills him he's the guy who he leaves in the bus and he's like bisected in half sitting across mm-hmm. from from himself um and he does that to to him and then he's got the rolodex so like you get the feeling that all these people were like rude to him somehow at some, some point some yeah. point like yeah. he got the opinion that these were non-humans not deserving of their lives, I guess. Or their organs, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is just a really fun episode of him, like, cooking. Um, and there's that scene where they're examining the bodies in the FBI lab. Is it Zeller? I think Zeller, he's like, why are they looking for someone uh, who's got short intestines or the Ripper is making sausage? <laughs> and then yeah. Like, yeah, the right cut. to Hannibal yeah. Yeah, actually yeah, making, making sausage. sausage. It was a great like, one. Who, um, who, like, who wants a spleen? Like, who just yeah. takes a spleen? And it, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do love that that uh, back and forth cutting between the two scenes. Yeah, which that's I right. was pretty, Something pretty funny. very funny. Yeah. yeah. And, and once again, like, we know all this food is people, but it looks pretty good. It does look really good. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just think about it like this woman is asking for a dinner party and we just know what that means as the audience. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. please stop asking for this dinner party (laughs) because all you're going to get is a bunch of human parts that's going to be fed to you. So speaking of that, that that dialogue is very clever, too, because she's like, when are we going to get another feast? And and Hannibal's like, well, we mustn't rush the feast or whatever. The feast comes when when uh it presents itself or something like that you know mm-hmm. and he's he's obviously talking about his victims and the opportunities that arise for him to kill people and uh and cook them right um so it's, a, it's definitely some clever dialogue there and um yeah there's just a playfulness to this episode that i really really 
enjoy. I think, like, coming back to this episode, I was so focused on this uh, organ harvester dude. I'm like, this episode is not good. But, like, if you shift your focus away yeah. from that, it's mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ignore that guy yeah. completely. And- yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would say that so far, this is probably the funnest episode we've had. I think I've probably laughed more in this episode than I think the other episodes. Uh-huh. Like I said, the business card and all that stuff, I think it's just all really fun and clever and it's something that I'm I'm so glad that they introduced that we get to see kind of evolve mm-hmm. or, or reuse throughout the, the series. Yeah. I do love that one of the cards he picks out, it says that the person's occupation was like customer service. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the one person that's probably not supposed to be rude to you happened to be rude to you. So he went after that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, we get a little bit more of a... I don't want to say like a verbal duel or anything, but like um, we see a little sparring between Will and Hannibal in this episode too, right? Um, like Will misses his uh, appointment yes. and then Hannibal comes to visit him and Will's, Will's fallen asleep with his eyes open, which is kind of creepy, but he's investigating the Chesapeake Ripper and, and Hannibal's clearly trying to throw him off the trail, but... Will isn't having any of it. Like he sees like everything clearly. And I think this is like the first point where you see not like Hannibal on the defensive, but you see his um, attempts at subterfuge to like not really work. Right. Mm. Do you know, you know what I'm talking about? Um, He's like, it's like, Oh, these are the enemies of the Ripper or whatever. And then, um, and Will's like, well, these guys aren't enemies. They're just more pests that he swatted. Um, and then Hannibal's like, oh, reward for their cruelty. And then Will's like, nah, they're not, it's not cruelty. They're just rude or whatever, you know? Yeah, so like, yeah, like, yeah. Hannibal's clearly trying to throw him off the scent, but it's definitely not working. And I thought that was really clever and fun too, you know? And one thing I do like about that exchange also is that Hannibal's like pulls out the the picture of the severed arm. Mm-hmm. And he's right, like, right, right. oh, who's this? Yeah. <laughs> and right. And yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, that was Miriam last. And he's like, well, did it bother Jack? And he's like, oh, it bothered Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think he got a lot of amuse. I, I'm I'm pretty sure Hannibal got tons of amusement out of that. Mm-hmm. And as the audience knowing what he's done, like I think we're supposed to also kind of not take joy from it, but find it a little funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the show gets a, a ton of mileage out of the contrast between what the characters in the show know and what, and what we as the audience know about Hannibal, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Actually, first, before we get into it, I'd love to give credit to uh, Beverly Katz because she's actually the one who figures out who the killer is, right? It's not. This not killer Jack. that no one cares about. Yeah, Beverly right? Katz. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's not yeah. Jack. Yeah. It's not Will. It's like, it's Beverly Katz, right? Because she figures out mm-hmm. like, well, it's probably someone who, you know, it's this person who drives an ambulance that drives away and and they track yeah. the ambulance. And But they happens to be with Hannibal. Hannibal comes along mm-hmm. and then they're doing their FBI stuff. And then Hannibal just says, this is very educational. <laughs> like, yeah. I love the, his delivery of that it's line. So and I just found it so funny. Yeah, Beverly gets her chance to shine in this episode and it's yeah it's pretty great um they happen upon this killer right uh he he tries to save his victims right like he's just trying to take their organs but he's trying to have them survive i guess yeah um he's just an emt and he's trying to become a doctor he's like taking his mcats i don't know these 
these extracurriculars do not make any sense. Yeah, no, <laughs> not, not even uh, really. He uh, need the money? I mean, med school is expensive, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, he's botching this thing in the end, right? Like, what is it? He's trying to remove this guy's kidneys? Is that is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Um, but, but like, he's, he's killing him. And then Jack was like, hey, Hannibal, you were a surgeon. Why don't you do this the right way? <laughs> or whatever. And mm-hmm. Hannibal goes in and, and saves this guy's life. And there is a moment of recognition on Will's face, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It zooms in on Will. It's like, whoa, Hannibal's like, he knows his surgery Anatomy. skills yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So like, yeah. no matter how fleeting, there is that moment of recognition. And like, I feel like this is, this might be like the start of like some suspicion against Hannibal. Cause like, there is that moment and the camera just dollies in on Will's face and, and there is that moment there, and and I thought I thought that was played very very well. It's subtle. Yeah. It doesn't like he doesn't spell it out. It's like oh, you might be the Chesapeake Gripper. No, <laughs> very well, it's, very. It's silent. also like I I read it also as like because we get to see Hannibal's face right, mm-hmm. and it's almost like like you see it on Hannibal's face that he's also recognizing that Will is seeing this moment. Mm, right, right, right. Yeah, like he doesn't know exactly what to do with it yet. Mm-hmm. But at, at the same time, I think he also recognizes what we are recognizing is like, oh, shit, Will is seeing me performing surgery like impeccably, right? Mm-hmm. Like saving this guy's life, even though I've, I haven't been a practicing surgeon in, in I don't know how many years, but years, right? Right. Yeah. So, right. I, I, yeah, I, I did notice that, too. And I think that was a, a, a great way to kind of end that episode. Yeah. But the end of the episode is Hannibal's dinner party, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yes, um, you're right. Yes, you're right. And we get one final montage of uh Hannibal cooking and it's this huge feast and everyone from the beginning in the opera scene they're they're there as well um this food looks so good it looks so good yeah <laughs> um and he he delivers this killer line in the end right before we begin you must all be warned nothing here is vegetarian bon appetit <laughs> quite funny yeah um a lot of great lines. A lot of great lines. Yeah. Also. also, I wanted to bring up, is Hannibal flirting with Alana here in that scene, that one scene that they share together? I think a little bit. Cause that, that... A little bit. A little bit, right? right? Is, is, it the, is it the scene where like they share the beer, right? He yeah, they the share beer. the beer and like uh, he has his own reserve of the beer for just for Alana. Um, so like Alana's known Hannibal longer than anyone else. She was like his student, right? right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think the show is blatantly trying to draw parallels between Will and Hannibal. Mm-hmm. One way to do that is to, we clearly know that Alana is attracted to Will. Will's probably attracted to Alana. So it would make sense that maybe Hannibal is also attracted to Alana. With Hannibal, with Mads Mikkelsen's performance, it comes across as like very asexual for oh, some yeah, reason do you, do you agree so like yeah. when alana was like oh you are already having an affair or whatever it seemed it kind of threw me off i was like wow me too like, yeah you're used to seeing him as this kind of asexual creature and you kind of think about yeah. it as i don't know he he probably uses sex and sexual relations as, as a form of manipulation more than as an actual yeah. human connection because of his you know sort of coldness and stuff. I wonder if it's like deliberately played that way. Oh, I think so. Like, is it, yeah. Yeah. I think it's supposed right. to be odd, right? It's supposed to not f- entirely fit the picture of the character you have. Yeah. Anything else anybody wants to mention about this episode or should we move on to our next episode? I think we can move on. Episode 8, titled Fromage, which is 
egg or cheese? No, cheese. 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 Yes. Uh, In the words of uh, Dexter's Lab. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're going to do fromage, right? That's right. Very good. (laughs) I'm with cheese. Classic episode of Dexter's Lab, by the way. It's a great one. (laughs) So, right at the top of the episode, we're not introduced, but we are uh, shown Tobias with one of his students. Mm-hmm. And then we quickly learn that, you know, we kind of go into his basement and he is, he's making violin or, yeah, or strings. Uh, cello strings. Cello strings or whatever strings. Cause mm-hmm. then you, correct. From human guts. Yes. Right? Human guts. That's correct. Because, I mean, he does have that conversation with his uh, student about like, well, is it true that, you know, violin strings are made from cat guts? And he's like, well, you know, yes. And. And then we learn that he's not mutilating cats, but he's mutilating, I guess, humans and, and creating musical strings out of them, which is... Yeah. <laughs> Yo, how many serial killers are in Baltimore? Jesus yes, Christ. I was starting to wonder this. Like, how many <laughs> serial killers could there be? Like, it seems a little bit... Baltimore would be a ghost town. I would not live there if this <laughs> was now, actual... Are all of these in Baltimore, though? Because, like... No, 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 no. Because you know, Will them, lives in, like, Wolfstrap, Virginia, Virginia. And, like, and it's not everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Garrett Jacob Hobbs is yeah, where... It was a Minnesota strike, so it's yeah. not all in Baltimore. Right? Of, yeah. Um, yeah. But I want to say, like, the, the organ harvester from last episode and clearly Tobias are both in Baltimore, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's already too, too many serial killers to have. It's true. Plus, yeah. plus yeah. Hannibal, at the same time. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I do love the kind of imagery and the set design that we get in Tobias's basement. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that he's kind of laid out the strings along his wall. And so it kind of almost looks like guitar strings or like violin strings that are kind of strung up along his walls. And then we're just seeing all of these kind of guts drying out along his basement i think that was a really cool visualization of his kind of workshop yeah 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 i really really like that but uh see i wanted to ask you this guys this is it that tobias seeked out franklin or it just happens that franklin knows tobias i think franklin probably sent out tobias because i don't think yeah i don't think there's any yeah franklin's attracted to sociopathic personalities Mm, that's true right that's true so Mm -hmm. he probably finds a way to chase these sorts of people around and insinuate himself into their circles he's like this very needy person and maybe these sort of cold people who are kind of ungiving i don't know stimulate something Mm -hmm. in him um yeah yeah, I mean, I, I only asked because I was a little confused as, is Tobias's end goal is to get closer to Hannibal? Like, was that, like, his ultimate goal? Or no. is it just, does he know who Hannibal is the second after Franklin introduces him to, to Hannibal? No, he doesn't know who he is at first. So he um, he kind of explains it, I think, a little bit, right? Because he says he... Uh, he's been planning on killing Franklin because he finds him annoying. He was also going to kill Hannibal, and then he followed mm-hmm. Hannibal and saw that Hannibal was also a serial killer. So he was like, "Oh, right. okay, this guy could be my friend. I'm not, I'm not going to kill him." Um, yeah. You're right. You're right. He does so, mention that um, he did follow him one night. Right. Because then yeah, Tobias yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, let's be partners." And then Hannibal Lecter is like, "Nah, son, I, I was going to kill your ass or whatever." <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what happens. Um, yeah. Uh, so we're 
I had a little bit. Right, you know, right, right, we, we see all the guts with Tobias, and uh, turns out he's killed uh, uh, a cellist uh, from the orchestra and uh, treated his vocal cords to make them uh, like the properties of cello strings that he, he could play the guy's throat. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it turns out before doing this, he had mentioned to Franklin that he wanted to do something like this. And so Franklin is talking to Hannibal about uh, his fear that Tobias is a serial killer, which of course is correct. Right, right, right. And this is interesting because, so, like I said before, that Franklin and Tobias are analogs of this character called Benjamin Raspail and Jamie Gum, who's Buffalo Bill, right? Um, and Benjamin Raspail is a flautist uh, in the Philharmonic that Hannibal kills in the novel for playing poorly during a performance and I think it's interesting because this is what Tobias does with yes. this guy. Uh, mm-hmm. What's uh, I don't even know this guy's name. I don't remember his name. Um, so I, I just thought that was an interesting parallel, like how they just mixed everything up just because they couldn't get the rights to Silence of the Lambs. It's it's interesting. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. See how they remix things a little bit. But yeah, this was a this was a very action packed episode. I yeah, think. it was very uh, cool. Uh, I think in conjunction with last week, the, the episode before this, it's just a lot of fun. I think. Well, it's a lot. It's a lot of Hannibal, right? Like a lot of the other. A episodes lot of Hannibal. Have, a lot of the other episodes mm-hmm. have a lot of Will and a lot of Jack and a lot of these other characters. But these episodes, even though yeah. all the other main characters are in there, these episodes are both pretty Hannibal focused, right? Yeah. This, this is yeah. basically Hannibal and his duel exactly. with the other serial killer, and Will is kind of in there on the side a little bit. Yeah. Will's very much the big um, one here. Yeah, yeah. If anything, Hannibal uses his Will, right? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's basically the extent of almost Will's involvement in this episode. Yeah. And then the episode before this was really missing some of like that grotesque imagery uh, yes. that we're used to. It was just uh, this boring organ harvesting guy. He's like leaving people in bathtubs. But this week we're back to the nasty stuff, right? This yeah. This guy's been sliced open at the throat and like there's like this cello uh, stuffed down his throat and like He's being played as an instrument. It's it's gross. Yeah, I would say this is <laughs> this is one of my. I hesitate to say favorite. Like, what kind of person <laughs> likes Ta- this tableaus? One of your favorite tableaus. <laughs> but honestly, like, this is one of the the cooler visuals. I think they have like the guy just like ripped open. I don't know, Derek. Probably says something about you, huh? <laughs> oh, definitely. It definitely says something about me. But yeah, I love that the guy's just like ripped open at the throat and. The intent is he's going to be used as an instrument, like, like just the the visual of it all. Like even my own head, just like imagining someone being played, right, as an instrument. I think is a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. And then for them to actually then visualize it, I think it's really uh, yeah. Commend the uh, production design on this one. Yeah, and I also want to shout out to uh, Demore Barnes, who's the actor who plays Tobias. I thought he was he did a great job. He's so creepy as incredibly, Tobias. Incredibly right? creepy, yeah. He's got those like um, bug eyes that like <laughs> Yeah. You know, and he's also like a man of culture, just like Hannibal, but he plays him very differently. Mm-hmm. Um I think he plays him in a way that differentiates himself from Hannibal, yet you can see like there's a parallel between the two characters and I he just did a great job with that character. I I just really enjoyed his performance. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so should we get to the big set piece of this episode? Uh, anything else we want to talk about before we, we get into that? Um, cause, uh, I mean, oh, back, mentioning, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. before we get into the big, big kind of, um, set pieces, the, the mentioning of Will and his hearing things, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Beginning of the episode, we find him like roaming his field with Alana because he thinks he hears, uh, some kind of animal hurt. And then later he like tears a piece of his wall out because he thinks he hears an animal trapped inside. Mm-hmm. So now like this is another kind of something's going on with Will, right? I mean, he's, mm-hmm. he's been sleepwalking, he's been having headaches, and now he is hearing things. Mm-hmm. So we definitely, yeah. I think it's, I mean, me and you, Jeff, we know what's going to happen or what this means. But yeah, I think this is all kind of, if, if our audience is paying attention, is leading somewhere. Yeah. And I mean, with Will in this episode, pretty much Hannibal pulls another huge dick move, right? Because he already had his little encounter with Tobias. Like, they know mm-hmm. who each other, like, what, what they are, right? And he gives Will just enough information for him to go investigate Tobias and, like, mm-hmm. just enough information for Will to, like, hang himself, so to speak. And it's interesting because, like, I think Hannibal just wants to know what would happen, right? He just He's just curious to see interesting yeah see i read it as there's the scene with tobias and hannibal and mm-hmm. tobias makes it known like i saw you split the guy in half right from the last right, 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 right. episode so he knows that there's someone out there that knows who i am right mm-hmm. because that is accredited to the chesapeake ripper so if someone were to blab about it then i would you know i would be found out so this is where I was mentioning earlier, this is him using Will, right? I think he thinks that if he sticks Will onto this guy, that hopefully Will will take care of him for him. Does mm. that make sense? Like, right. I, I read it as that. Yeah, and uh, that's interesting, and that's, uh, that's also a risk, because you don't necessarily know if you're handled. If he's going to kill Will him, is right? going to kill yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if he just captures him and questions him, then you've uh you know screwed yourself over um because i don't think the intent was ever to try to get will hurt though because no you, definitely i mean not. we're skipping ahead a little bit but like when the the scene later when he sees will there is definitely a sign of relief on his face right mm-hmm. like i'm glad that you're not dead so yeah. I, yes I, I don't yeah so but i i i, 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 I don't do think, also yeah. think that he's fucking with will because like I think he would be broken up that Will, if if Will died, he'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, shucks, he died, you know? Like, there goes my little plaything, I guess, you know? <laughs> right, not, yeah. not like, because, like, if he didn't want to be found out, just don't send Will, because he nudges Will in that direction. And, like, Tobias knows who Hannibal is. So, like, if his sole intention was to not be found out, he would not have sent Will in Tobias's direction, right? That's I think true. there is a curiosity there. And he just wants to see what happens in, like, this sick experiment, right? Um, so he sends Will to his uh, his music workshop where he's teaching children. And, like, he's got two cops with him. Um, and, and Derek, like, what you said, like, Will's hearing things. That saves his life, right? Because, like, he thinks he's he hears, like, I don't know, is it a, a dog in trouble outside? So he, like, yeah, goes outside. Yeah, like some kind of whimpering right, outside. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think yeah. that- Hannibal had some felt some kind of obligation to will to point him in the right direction. Uh, I don't. I don't know about sort of that. to like catch uh, Tobias as a killer. Yeah, like just like I don't know because he he I don't know he doesn't care if killers are caught, but I feel like 
I don't know, maybe some of his allegiance to Will or some of his, like, maybe just his, his pre-existing connection to Franklin and Tobias. He felt like he kind of had to say something. I don't know. Maybe that's... Um, I All right. Here's the thing. I think Hannibal's curiosity and, like, his experimental nature, I think it overrides both his uh, desire to stay hidden and, like, his friendship to Will. I think right. it overrides yeah. both, yeah. which is yeah. very interesting. I think there's yeah. a very interesting that's psychology there. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I think right. that's the best way to best way to put that. Yeah, um, that is so interesting. I See, I read it more, if you were to ask me, I would read it as his first and foremost wants to still stay hidden mm. and then it's be well this is skipping ahead but like it becomes then becomes more about his friendship with will i feel like at this moment he still is trying to stay hidden right? oh i mean for sure like there is definitely desire to be hidden because, but... I mean, because that when you say his curiosity takes over it, it sounds very self-destructive which doesn't that i don't get that from hannibal right at this moment i don't think he's self-destructive he's just he's just a dick (laughs) i just want to see what happens if i push this button here and like they're all like terrible terrible things and he just wants to see them come to fruition and there's like this chaotic nature to him that that is very interesting to watch i think and he does already know that Tobias is planning on murdering anyone who comes after him because Tobias says, right. yeah, explicitly yeah, yeah. says that, like, if Will Graham comes after me, I'm going to kill Will. I'm going to kill all the cops right. with him, and then I'm going to disappear. So, like, he yeah, says exactly, exactly what his plan is. So, and Hannibal sends him anyway. Right. right. He doesn't give him uh, any warning. I, like, so, okay. Then I read that as he knows that Tobias is going to be outright aggressive. So then it gives chance for Will and any cop to just kill them without question right mm-hmm. versus like going in and trying to take them in because we we see it like will is attacked and the first thing he does is try to get him off him by shooting him so like and he shoots him right while he's trying to run away but he misses there was no opportunity him, he shoots him in the ear yeah he shoots him in yeah, the ear yeah. but then he when he's running yeah. away he tries to shoot him down the hall but he he misses a couple shots so it's mm-hmm. like I, I don't know maybe that was for me that was maybe that was hannibal's plan was to try to use will to kill tobias but it just didn't work out because Tobias got away. And then I guess it leads us into what we're talking about next. I mean, they had that. I think, they, I think either, I think either outcome Hannibal would have been like, mm, okay, I guess that's what happened. <laughs> I mean, it worked right? out for Hannibal in the end anyway. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In some way. Yeah. I do want to mention one more thing, I guess, before we get into, like we keep saying we're going to get into this last scene, but I do want to mention the parallels between Franklin, Hannibal and Tobias. Mm-hmm. I think that's really established within these, just even these last two episodes where, we, you know, we mentioned it earlier that Franklin is really just looking for a friend, right? In Hannibal. Mm-hmm. Hannibal is looking for a friend in both, I guess, Bedelia and Will. But then also Tobias is looking for a friend in Hannibal. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of these like parallel stories running in, in conjunction. And right. it's interesting to see that Tobias is like, let's team up. Like, let's, mm-hmm. I want, I just want someone to, who understands me. And I think in a sense, Hannibal's also looking for the same thing in Will. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. that parallel was really interesting seeing that, yeah, yeah. that play out. Before, everyone you know, wants a people, friend. Yeah. yeah everyone, everyone just, just wants, wants a friend. Even if you're a murderer. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to divert us one last time. We didn't talk at all about uh, Will and Alana. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mentioned just 
very shortly, uh, briefly in the beginning of this episode, like the attraction between Will and Lana, and it's really come to to head here, right? They they share their first kiss. Ooh, Will and Alana <laughs> sitting in but a tree. It kind of like goes nowhere, right? Yeah, it doesn't go it, anywhere. It gets right, right. quickly shut down. Uh-huh. And it's, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about this because we, we know that they've been kind of hinting at it throughout this first couple episodes. And then it just happens so quickly and then gets shut down so quickly. Yeah. I, all right. Here's the thing. Because like they really don't know what to do with Alana in these first couple of seasons i think mm-hmm. i mean there's only three seasons but like uh you don't really know how how well she fits in like i love carolyn Davernis and i love the her portrayal of alana bloom but there is a part of that character that doesn't really know where she fits in among all these people like we said this in the pilot episode right and mm-hmm. i think you kind of get it here too like they kiss and then nothing really happens and alana's like you know like it's my my professional curiosity with you like it's prevents you, me from me. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah right um yeah yeah we'll see if this goes anywhere else but it it's it, it is kind of weird and and it also doesn't really fit the themes of this episode like it just feels kind of stuck here and it, it i'm fine with it i'm not like yeah. i'm not bothered by it um it's just a it's just another little thing with Will and Alana, and it's okay. I'm not, yeah, I'm not too bothered by it. Someone else grasping for a relationship and being rejected. It's not platonic friendship, but I guess there is is that parallel. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Um, all right, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into this final scene, right? Hannibal and Franklin are having a session, Mm -hmm. and Tobias just. Or or was it Franklin says something about Tobias and then Tobias is like already in the room, just like cuts and is like, what did you say about me? Well, well <laughs> Hannibal tries to break up with Franklin, right? Yes. She's like, I'm sending you to another psychiatrist. I can't handle your fucking clingy ass, right? Um, and and like, Franklin says that we find out that he's had like eight other it's the ninth time that he's had to change therapists (laughs) eight other Um, people just have not been able to hand like this is definitely a problem with him (laughs) yeah i'm i'm making light i'm making light of the situation but actually hannibal's quite professional about this right he's like putting too much focus on your doctor and not enough on your own mental health or whatever or on your own uh therapy or whatever which is a very very gentle way of letting someone go from your service, right? And it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's very professional of him. Um, but, but yeah, yeah so well, they're, they're having a, a session and, and then Tobias interrupts. Mm-hmm. And sans it, ear, <laughs> sans piece of ear. And yeah, they, you know, he basically lets it all out, right? And he's like, I'm a killer. I just came in, you know, from my shop where I killed two cops. And I love Franklin's reaction. Like, he thinks oh, he man. can help. He's so hapless. Oh, my he God. just cannot read a room. Just zero <laughs> ability to yeah. get what's actually yeah. happening in front of him. Doesn't understand yeah. that the guy you're talking to right now is murderous right. sociopath. Here, here's my question. If he just shut the fuck up and he dipped, do you think he could have lived? Do you think Hannibal still would have killed Ooh, him? I was wondering that myself. <laughs> no yeah i don't know maybe because i mean he uh, tells uh, him to leave right and then it was frank yeah like, no, I, don't, I don't think hannibal would have killed the question is it would if to- tobias yeah, yeah, had yeah. killed him 
would, I don't know if Tobias would have let him leave. Like, I think Tobias is going right, to kill right, Franklin right, right. regardless. Mm-hmm. True, 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 and true. I don't know if Hannibal is going to intervene and stop it. Oh, he would have loved that. Yeah, like, I don't know. Too bad, too bad. He himself got too annoyed and he... Yeah. Snaps his neck, which was great. He, he, like, <laughs> he like, turns his head, like, almost all the way around. Yeah. That was yeah. quite efficient. Yeah, I just love it. He's just like, he's just, you know, we'll... Like, we'll you don't have to do this. This plane's already going we'll down, but out. we can steer yeah. it in the right direction. <laughs> like Amir said, read the room. Jesus, uh, learn to read the room. It's very funny. Yeah. Franklin just blathering on in these two murderous sociopaths just getting more and more and more annoyed with him as he continues got, to blather. I got crazy secondhand embarrassment from like I'm like dude just shut the fuck up <laughs> and run for your life maybe holy shit yeah nah, he doesn't know yeah <laughs> he has no idea he's just trying to be a good friend right <laughs> Oof. yeah yeah um, but I-, I love the point where Hannibal snaps his neck and that nuisance is is gone but then like tobias drops his jacket and he's already ha- he has a weapon in his hand like dude this fight is so ridiculous <laughs> and i fucking love it's it nuts. it's so yeah. good um and even like the like even the lines are like out of like a cheesy action movie like hannibal kills tobias uh kills franklin then tobias is like I wanted to do that or whatever. Yeah, it's like, like, I was, was going to do that. Yeah. Like, I was looking like, forward to that. that. Yeah. 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 And he's got a weapon. He, they're like the, they're like the cello strings. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. From his studio. And he's like swinging them around. They're like razor sharp. <laughs> yeah, but he's like a pro at it. Does he like he's practice? a pro at it. He's a pro like, at yeah, it. He must yeah, he's at home, like while the his cat or his human guts are drying, he's just like at home swinging that thing around, practicing <laughs> the point where he well, has I to fight I think he tried somebody. to kill Will with it, right? So, mm. well, Will, the weapon he tried to kill Will with had more. It was more like a. It had like a row of strings rather than just one string. So like maybe he he has multiple weapons that he's made <laughs> for different different circumstances. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the fight was great. It's just like it's a little ridiculous. Like they both seem well trained in fighting, mm-hmm. for being one a celloist and one a doctor. But I do mm-hmm. love the kind of visceral nature of it. Like Hannibal gets his knee stabbed into, and yeah, Tobias with a ladder his, opener. Yeah, and Tobias mm-hmm. gets his like arm broken off the ladder. Like man, this this is a brutal fight. Yeah, yeah, it's really great good. fight. Um, serial killer death match. Let's go. Yeah, Godzilla versus King Kong right there. Yeah, it's... I was a little sad they went this way because I liked Tobias. He was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, liked Tobias, too. Um, if he had to go out, this was a good way. This was a really fun fight scene. Um, you know there are people who don't like this episode. They're like, this shit what? is ridiculous and it's stupid. And I'm like, you just don't know how to have any fun. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> this one is a, this is a ton of fun. I love this episode. This yeah, is a, it's a ton blast. of fun. Mm. Yeah, 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 it's goofy, but it's it's so much fun. I love how Hannibal kind of ends it, and it's very symbolic, right? He he grabs that statue of the stag, yeah, and, and he smashes him in the head. With whips, it. yeah, whips him over the head, and he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess I have to make this look like an accident." Or like, what was the point of him grabbing it so he doesn't leave prints and then knock? Like, I didn't get that. I mean, you're already claiming that you killed him in self defense, right? I think he's just putting on more of a scene to make it look like more of a struggle, I think. He's like, mm, Maybe. I'll just toss it over here, a little, little <laughs> statue falling over action. Yeah. Uh, but to, I, I guess I didn't that. understand the, why he had to hide his prints on the murder weapon when you're already going to confess that you 
killed him in self-defense, I guess. I don't know. You never know with these FBI people. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, 10 fingerprints. It means he held it with both hands <laughs> premeditated, go to jail forever or some shit. You know? That's true. But, that is true. Um, like I mentioned earlier, this is the point also like Will walks in and Hannibal does have that very present look of relief. Like, oh, thank God you're not dead. Like he, he didn't get mm-hmm. you. Because I think he realized like, well, if Tobias is here, then if if I sent Will after him, does that mean Will's dead? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where his like, yeah, his sense of relief comes from when he finally sees that Will's still alive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think this was like you guys said, a super fun episode. Super, I, both these episodes, I think, were super fun in their own ways. Yeah, and I I love this ending. I mean, we don't get to see much physical action like this throughout the series. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of great to it's see nice. it, it it thrown in every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. The, murder, yeah, the murders are mostly completed by the time we get to them. Yeah, or we just get little yeah. flashes. Um, yeah, I mean, just a couple more things about the, about this. Um, one is, uh, I look really like Will saying, "Oh, you know, Hannibal, I'm sorry for bringing you into my world." Hannibal says, "Oh no, I got here quite on my own." <laughs> that was very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love. Uh, I also love. I, I I had a really good chuckle when Hannibal uh, has his session with Bedelia after this, and he says, I, "I can't help but feel responsible for Franklin's death." He's like, "You were responsible. <laughs> yeah. You were literally responsible for Franklin's death." <laughs> and he puts on that act of being like so broken up about mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, I took a couple days off. It's like couple days. Like, yeah, that was yeah, <laughs> that was very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also I interesting love that they sessions with uh, Bedelia. Yes. Yeah, well, right? I, I, I think they're so great. I like how they, is the um, implication that she also killed the she killed the patient who was trying to who had, who had attacked her? Yes, it is. Right? Cuz yes. yeah. that is the so I thought that was a very interesting parallel with him, right? And then mm-hmm. he's getting, and then you know he's sort of like, "Oh, well, you know, now I kind of understand yeah. how you were or whatever, blah blah blah, this and that." So it's an yeah. interesting parallel between the two of them. But then, of course, he's also been you know murdering people. There's like a back and forth where it's like thinly veiled mm-hmm. of like how Bedelia maybe knows or maybe doesn't know because Hannibal says like, "Oh, because like her, her patient attacked her or whatever, he understands why she quit being a therapist, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. then she's like, oh, I still see myself as like fully practicing as a therapist since I meet like regularly with you, right? You're right. my yeah. only patient, right? Um, but like to a certain extent, Bedelia is the only one to like see through Hannibal's bullshit, right? Um, I think she... Uh, her defenses are up with Hannibal, right? Because, like, earlier in the episode, um, he tries to, like, pry into, like, her own private life, right? And then she just she just shuts it down. She's like, well, I'm your psychiatrist, not the, You're not the way around, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very much very who's, who's really the patient and who's the, the doctor or the psychiatrist in the situation mm-hmm. sometimes, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, naturally, I mean, they're both psychiatrists, so they're both kind of, kind of like question each other and try to get in each other's heads. So mm-hmm. I do love that she kind of shuts him down in that way. Yeah, but yeah, I think, like I said, these are two two fun episodes. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to add before we, I think, conclude this week's episode? Not too much food related stuff in this episode, right? He just has a little meal he prepares for Tobias when he comes to his house, but the dessert that's, uh, pretty bad. That's pretty yeah, much I don't know, it. What was that? 
Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. What, what was he cooking there? I don't know what he was cooking. Apple there. pies? Or something? Uh, I don't know. It looked like he had some fresh yeah. cream on top, though. And they looked yeah, yeah it was like definitely making a. He was definitely making a like a whipped cream or like a. Oh, that reminds me of this great choice line. He was like, "I didn't poison you, Tobias. I wouldn't yes. do that to the food." Yes. <laughs> yeah, great line. A great line. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think we got our food fill last episode when he basically made four dishes out of four people or something. You know. <laughs> So I think this one is a little bit lighter on the food, but I I I don't I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess uh, that will conclude this week's episode. Uh, Jeff, where can uh, people find you? You can find me on my blog at Strange Harbors, and you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Strange Harbors. What about you guys? Uh, for me, it's Letterbox, Letterbox, Letterbox. What about you, Derek? <laughs> you can find me at the wrong dig. Dig spelled D A Y I K, and that's at Instagram and Twitter. But if you like this podcast, one of the easiest ways to support this podcast is to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast platforms. Also, if you guys are on Apple Podcasts, another great way to help us is to give us a great star rating. Those reviews and those star ratings really help to get our podcast out to more people and more ears. So definitely help us out in that way too. And uh, if you guys have any comments, questions, suggestions, please feel free to send us an email at jeff at strangeharpers.com. We love to read fan and listener mail, and sometimes we even read it on uh, our episodes. So feel free to shoot those over and uh, would love to take a look. And we are also doing a contest. Um, Like Derek said, the best way to support us is to leave reviews um, and uh, give us a nice star rating on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're using. Um, and to give you guys a little incentive to do that, we're running a little contest. So all you have to do is review our podcast, uh, leave a little uh, written review on Apple Podcasts of our of our show. Um, and then on my Instagram at Strange Harbors, just comment on the latest post with the name that you use to leave the review. And um, that'll count as an entry, and you might be able to win a hundred dollars Amazon gift uh, certificate, and also the entire series of Hannibal on Blu-ray. So, doing a little promotion there. Um, yeah. So that's it for this week. We will see you guys next week for episodes nine and ten. See you guys then. All right. See so you next week. <laughs>